0: Hello and welcome to the 12 days of fucking Christmas. <laughs> All right, I'll try that again. Hello and welcome to the Massive Attack podcast. This is the A to Z of 2021 and... We are looking at the letters G. I am your host, Mitch, and with me, as always, is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Mitch. How are you? I am good. So we are G-ing, G-ing up for G. We are. We're we're not going to G-town for it. We're staying here, right here, right now. Talking G. That's right. We are talking those robots that are more than meet the eye. They are cars, they are vehicles, and they are robots. Yes, but we mustn't
1: say that they transform,
0: because that would be a bit confusing for everyone. No, because that's not them. No, we're not talking them. We are talking GoBots. Yes. Or in Australia, more commonly known, machine men. That's what I know them as. And I still yes. call them that. But we're looking for a G episode, so we went with GoBots. And it's a more global thing.
1: We are kind of cheating a little bit because for us it really is machine men. So we could have done it for our M episode, but no, GoBots go, it is. Go go. Yes. So what are they, Joe? Tell me. What is a GoBot? Well, originally, the GoBots were a line of transforming robots produced by the Tonka company between 1983 and 1987, similar to Hasbro's Transformers. Although, initially, they were based off a Japanese uh, toy. Poppy was the brand of toy from Japan, who was a subdivision of Bandai, who went on to do quite a few things. But they were originally called Machine Robo. And similar to how Transformers started as a Japanese toy and became more popular with when they kind of went to America. In Japan, they didn't really have a character like they do in the GoBots or the Machine Men themselves. They were just giant machines, so cars or trucks or planes, that turned into almost like mech suits. But it wasn't until Tonka took over the rights to the toy and made them into the GoBots or Machine Men here in Australia and decided that they should be sentient robots rather than piloted machines sort of things so i can remember having these when i was a kid Me too. i can remember actually having uh, i think it was leader one who was the leader oh. of the good guys as my first figure that i got and i think i actually had it before i had Transformers. you would have
0: well they were actually released a year as there were GoBots in america They were machine men. They launched first. So in 84, they launched the machine men and it didn't really take off except in Australia. So I do remember getting them first because I got the tank and I got Buggy Man. They got terrible names. Transformers have awesome names. Leader One and Psykill are great, but it drops off pretty quickly like Buggy Man. He's a June Buggy. He's Buggy Man. I think the worst one is probably Cop Tour. I think Cop Tour is great. He's a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, really? Oh, I don't know. I'm a He Man fan, so having a name like Tur at the end is right really cool. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I had Tank, I had Cop Tur, I had Buggy Man, I had Hands Cuff. I, I, do, I do think that's pretty good, which was a cop car. Yeah, makes sense. And I think that was it. But I remember having them first, and they were really cool. And there was a jet, like, but it was a red jet spaceship sort of thing. And that was the first one I got. Mm -hmm. And I remember playing with it. And I needed another one to play with because I got one, but I needed another one because you got got to have them fight. Obviously. So I used a tape dispenser. It's a tank, because <laughs> I didn't have another one to play with. I do remember. I don't know why I vividly remember that, but I do remember that. But yeah, so they they were released in Australia and around the world as Machine Men in '84, and they released six figures or vehicles, whatever you want to call them, yep. and they didn't take off except in Australia. So okay. then they released them again as GoBots and. They took off in America. And they did the cartoon, like Hanna-Barbera did a cartoon based on it. And that came out a few weeks, I think, before the Transformers cartoon. So they were very similar times. Obviously, that was the thing. They were both, like you said, they both took Japanese transforming vehicles or toys and turned them into their own storyline. So there was one version of yep. the story where they were... Like you said, they were exosuits. And then when Tonka took over, they did a cartoon and they said, no, they're sentient robots. Now, they come from the planet Gobatron, not Cybertron. Don't get confused. I'll probably say the wrong thing. There's a civil war between goodies and baddies or different factions. Yes. Not Decepticons or Autobots. No, they're Renegades. Yep. And Guardians. Yep. So the Guardians are the good guys renegades are the bad guys totally totally different to transformers totally different so just getting back to your
1: previous point so the challenge of the GoBots cartoon was released in the states on the 8th of september 1984 and the transformers first series came out on the 17th of september 1984 so GoBots did actually pip them by what, nine days
0: they pipped them in the toys they pipped them in the cartoon they didn't pip them in the quality no but i do remember i because like transformers because we're going to talk about them a lot, I think. They came in different scales. What they did was they cherry-picked from toy lines. So I was like, here's a toy line here, here's a toy line there. So there was the cheap ones, which were about, you know, three, four inches tall. Then there was another level up, which was that little bit more, about twice the price, and then sort of a deluxe sort of size, which is a bigger one again. So it was really clever in that way that it's sort of like you get the cheap toy or the big box christmas birthday presents all the
1: time well i kind of remember the cheap ones being around the same sort of prices say a matchbox car or a hot wheels
0: so it was probably around yeah. that i don't know three or four dollar mark i think that was how yeah. i recall it and i remember transformers and machine man coming out at the same time and i liked them both because what's not fucking better than a robot transforming car yeah, seriously, it's the best thing ever. But I actually like the Machine Men better because they were diecast. Yeah, exactly. Because in the little ones, they were metal. Where Transformers like Bumblebee and those sort of cars, they were plastic, and they felt pretty cheap, didn't they? Yeah. So I like, sort of, I actually liked the Machine Men because they did feel like the more superior one, design-wise. Not so much. Like the only thing, oh, in vehicle form, they look good. They look like the car. Like it was a Rolls Royce that looked like a Rolls Royce. They all look like what they were meant to do. Where the Transformers probably did in that same scale probably looked a little bit cartoony. Hmm. If anything And I think As I got older And I watched more Of the Transformers cartoon The, the Machine Man Was the bastard stepchild Of the transforming robot craze yep. And I was kind of Embarrassed by them But at the time I didn't know any better Everything was cool And it was like Nah this is awesome I didn't care And they all played together In my toy box of fun It was all good Because I liked it all And like I said yeah, you know, I had those couple of figures And I've still got them today And I found them A couple of years ago In my tub And I gave them For my kids to play with And out of all of them he, he liked the machine man. I have some. Of, I got some of the Transformers and that, but no, it's a machine man that he liked. Buggy Man, in fact. There you go. And I, I can see why. Mm-hmm. It's actually really good. But the only thing is they look kind of naff as robes. They do. I'll give yeah. them that. They, they did look kind of naff.
1: Yeah, they didn't have quite that level of transformation that the Transformers had. So a Transformer pretty much, yeah, just you'd, to pick it out turn it around or whatever but a lot of the, the machine men or go bots you just kind of like pull apart the two front fenders of the car and then suddenly that's his legs or whatever there's no and the legs pop out but the yeah. worst
0: i suppose is they didn't hide the head yeah the head was literally molded into the base so if you lift it up there's his head yeah it was a bit yeah they just had that little bit less engineering going on but as far as the vehicle modes go they look pretty damn cool I don't remember the deluxe GoBots or the ones, the next level up. I don't really remember them hitting the store. It was more just your little Matchbox car size ones equivalent. Definitely here in Australia,
1: size. I don't remember seeing any of the real big
0: ones, but there was mm. quite a few of the little ones. Yeah, well, looking at the list here, actually like 72 were released, which was more than I would have thought. If you ask me, I don't remember looking, to be honest, but I don't remember that many being released. But yeah, they're all based on the... Uh, Machine Robo line from Japan, which had all their crazy names. Now, let's talk about the cartoons. Okay. So they go, all right, we've got, like I said, they were coming from Gobatron where there was a civil war and they came to Earth. Now, essentially, it was done by Hanna-Barbera as a cartoon and you had your three main goodies and three main baddies that were the pr- protagonists for them and the, and the antagonists for the whole show. Yep. And you every now and then, every episode, you might bring one or two ends in for that episode and then it was set. So the good guys you had leader one, like you said, which was the F fifteen Eagle, which was an aeroplane. And he was a pretty cool I had that figure as well. I think I yep. put it was in a show bag. Mm. That's how bad they were if they're in show bags. Yep. Yeah, so he was a plane, he was leader one, and then there was then there was Turbo, which was the a sports car yep. in the good guys' side, and he was angry, a hothead. Yep. Fired up, he's a bit like Ironhide in Transformers. Yeah, as a comparison. And then you had Scooter, who was sort of like the equivalent of a Bumblebee, but he transformed into a scooter, which is embarrassing, and he was a coward. So he's a bit like Cringer from He-Man in that one.
1: And way. he had a really annoying voice. But incidentally, he was voiced by Frank Welker, who does everyone yes. with an annoying voice in a cartoon. Or Megatron. Mm, exactly. So interesting here, because there is a couple of names that we'll mention that is a bit of a crossover between
0: both cartoons. So Yeah, so that was the good guys. And the bad guys is Cy-Kill, which is a great name. C-Y-K-I-L-L. And he is a motorbike or a yep. motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He's a leader. And then there's Copter, which is a helicopter, and there's a Porsche Le Mans car crasher, which is the bad guy, or bad girl, should I say, because it's actually yes, a female go-bot mm. slash machine man. Machine woman. I don't know how you want to put it. But, yeah, so um, that they're the main six characters that are in it, and if you asked me before yesterday, that was it. I forgot, but Scooter actually has, like Mirage and Transformers, holographic powers. He can create holograms. Yeah. But they don't actually carry guns. They just... Sh- willy-nilly shoot lasers out of their fists because they can because they can and exactly. the animation is quite rudimentary yep. it's Hanna barbera so you sort of know what you're getting so as a comparison it is kitty compared to transformers yep. um in, in storylines in scope and in animation quality so it does seem to play to a younger demographic and therefore isn't oh, quite I'm not quite not as too cool. sure I just the look of it made me feel that way And the storylines didn't seem quite – yes, I know the Transformers cartoon isn't like, you know, war and peace. I get that. But it just felt less kiddy to me in watching one episode.
1: I think if you went back now and watched the first season of Transformers, you'd probably think that was probably a little bit more kiddy than you did when you were were a kid as
0: well. Okay, maybe I'm just thinking about the movie and that's it.
1: Yeah. I can remember watching GoBots when I was – younger and really digging the cartoon going back to it now as you said it does feel very Hanna barbera and it has a lot of the similar sound effects to Hanna barbera and comparing it again to transformers the the sound that they make when they're actually changing from robot form to to car form or vehicle form it doesn't have that same sort of thing that transformers does and it's not as cool no similar to transformers as well though there is the group of humans that kind of oh, that's what hang out with the know. Guardians. That's
0: what I was going to say. I watched the first episode last night to, to refresh. And yep. I don't remember humans being in the show at all. Obviously they were, but I just don't hmm. remember. There's good guy humans and bad guy humans too, because in the storyline, apparently there was a Engineer 1, because the storyline is, I did not know this, because in some versions they're robots. But what they are, they were a dying race of organic people. And as they were dying, they became more and more cybernetic to survive. So they are the remnants of an organic race now living. Essentially, they are organic beings in metal bodies, which I did not know. Mm. And the person okay. who invented all that was Engineer One. And he is okay. on Earth now, and that's what they're looking And there was a bad guy who screwed up everything and he's on Earth too. So that's all ties into that stuff. So, yeah, like a lot of cartoons we've talked about, the first five episodes were like one big story to sort of introduce everything, like a movie almost. And we got 65 episodes in the first and only season of the show. Back Mm. then when 65 was a whole season, not 22. So, yeah, there is plenty of GoBots to go around. Is it all good? I don't know. Mm. I watched one episode, and like I said, I was done. Yeah, it's so, like, yeah, I'm, I'm older now. The toys are cool. But yeah, it's just that little bit too kiddie for me. It's like, yeah, even nostalgia is not helping me with this one.
1: Well, see, I watched the first episode on Daily Motion, and episode one, there is a really crisp HD rip of it, crystal clear, perfect. And then I tried to find episode two, and it was grainy as hell. So I was like, do I really want to put up with watching a bunch more of these episodes to watch you know, bad quality? So yeah, I didn't watch too much. I. As I said before, I would have liked to have watched the Challenge of the Rock Lords movie that came out a couple of years afterwards, but I didn't actually get around to watching that either. Some of the other big names that were in the cartoon, so Peter Cullen actually does the voice of the tank or... Tank, and as well as pitcher and Spoiler. And another big name that you want to mention as well is Baron Von Joy is the character, and he was voiced by Phil Hartman. So, yeah, a couple of big names there. Cool.
0: Yeah, so Challenge of the Rock Lords was a cinema release of a movie that predates the Transformers again by a couple of months. It wasn't anywhere near as successful. Made a million dollars apparently. And it was another shill in a way to tie into the new toy line that they were bringing out, the Rock Lords. I don't know if you could call it Jumping the Shark or just fucking stupid but all right <laughs> do you remember at mcdonald's they bought when yes. the craze of the transformers right yeah. you could get transforming mcdonald's products and how fucking cool were they they were cool i had burger which was a fucking burger that transforms into a robot and there was fries and milkshakes and pancake containers and all that sort of stuff it's cool and they're actually worth a nice little dollars if you want to buy them in the second hand market. but yeah they were cool do you know what rock lord's transform into? Fucking rocks. Because that's what you want, isn't it? It's like, oh, you know, when I'm not a robot, oh, cool. What mode am I going to put him in? I'm going to put him in rock mode. Because what do you do with a rock? What do they do? Roll down fucking hills. <laughs> that's all they do in the fucking cartoon. It's ridiculous. And I sort of like, no, nah, I'm sorry. Dinobots. What is it? A robot and a fucking T-Rex. That's fucking cool. You know, robot in a truck. All right. Hmm. Robot in a plane. I like it. Robot and UFO. Hovercraft. Not bad. Even a scooter is better than a fucking rock. Ridiculous Rocks Who sat down and thought Yeah People are going to buy this We're getting our ass Beaten by the Transformers Over here What have they got oh, Trucks and shit What have we got Rocks
1: Well by that state They'd had the Dinobots And the Asecticons And all that sort of stuff Come out as well So they had Fucking much Cooler rocks
0: character.
1: Stupid but I kind of remember, you can probably correct me if I'm wrong here, wasn't there a He-Man character that was kind of like similar to the Rock Lords as well? Wasn't there an almost a transforming He-Man figure? I think a Rock-Long, I think. Yeah. I'm going to look
0: it up. Talk about the Rock Lords movie that you wanted to watch because you wanted to see rocks.
1: <laughs> okay, so they released the movie, as you said, it was a cinema release in 1986. And again, it had some pretty big names as far as actors in it. So they had Margot Kidder, Telly Savallis and Roddy McDowell, actually, voicing characters so there was obviously a little bit of money spent on it the plot of the movie revolves around the guardians continuing work to rebuild their home planet of gobatron not cybertron when there's a mysterious ship lands on the planet and leader one turbo and scooter go and investigate and they find it is piloted by a pair of transforming rocks solitaire and nugget are the names so again the names aren't great the premise isn't great but basically the guardians make friends with these rock lords and hilarity ensues so it it's been a very long time since i've seen this i'm sure i saw it back in the 80s but i have no real memory of it but as you said it was something that they managed to bring out before the transformers movie so again they pipped them for that but just didn't get the credit because it probably wasn't quite as good.
0: And you are right. With Master of the Universe, there are rock people. Okay. And there were two figures, three characters that i got here. Granita. <laughs> Isn't that a frozen icy drink? Granite. Get it? Granite. Okay. Yep. Donda and Rockon are the two characters, and they are essentially rock lords. Okay. They transform. They come together, but they're He-Man scale, and they become rocks. And I get that, and that's fine. Because He-Man does some crazy shit. Master Universe had some, you know, Snout Spout it was the elephant, yep. robotic elephant head, and he squirted shit out of his trunk. <laughs> Not literally, that's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, Whiplash he had a tail that you could whip stuff. He was Stink a cool horse, character. Smell. No, so there's different ones, right? Yeah. And I realized the other day because I'm really getting back into my Master of the Universe here, and I'm buying a bunch of figures at the moment. And I was trying to think, is there any character that I really like? And I love Trap because he looks cool and all these sort of ones. I figured out I really like Mechaneck. As far as powers go, it's fucking stupid. What he does, you twist his legs and his neck extends and he can look over a hedge. That's it. (laughs) How fucking useless is this? He can look over a hedge. But the more I think about it thinking, what figures do I want? It's fucking Mechaneck.
1: Because you wish you could look over fences. Yeah. No, I'm six
0: or three. I can. And do. No. And so I I realized, no, I, I actually remember playing with him a lot. Like, just turning his legs and making his neck. And I realised, what, I kept playing with it and it gets bigger. So, hang on. (laughs) Was this a metaphor for something back then? I don't know. But, yeah, so, anyway, with He-Man, everyone had a gimmick. And two characters that were fucking rocks... I'm happy with that. That's fine. It's two characters, maybe one too many, but still the gimmick is transforming into a rock. I get it. It goes with everything else. you got Mecha and Stinker and all this sort of shit. But a whole fucking line of rocks, that seems yep. excessive. Because like, oh, I want a silver rock. Oh, I'm missing out. I want a, I've, got a, I've got a silver one and a brown <laughs> one. I think I need a gold rock. Yeah. Everyone needs a gold rock. It's just a lot of cocaine, I'm assuming. Because it's someone, there was meetings involved in this. If you look at all the toys that come out in Japan, I get it because they are crazy. They didn't even have storylines in Japan. That was the thing. So all these toys existed in isolation. They were all under the machine robo guys, but it was just, oh, here's a tank here's a submarine, here's a helicopter, here's a motorbike. Hmm. That was it. There was no context for a story, whereas it's the, the, uh, you know, when America bought the license and everything, they go, okay, we need to give it a story. These are goodies, these are baddies, this is this, this is this. Okay. So they go through a lot of meetings to go through this. And, I mean, with Transformers, they had a Furman and a few other people got involved and gave them really cool names like Optimus, Primer, Megatron, great names, iconic. Leader One, pretty cool. Cykel, great. Copter, you're not even trying anymore. So I don't know if cocaine's there and they're doing well, we're selling, we're doing all right. You know, they sold pretty good. Like in 1985, it was the sixth selling best toy in America. Like number one was Transformers. So they weren't beating Transformers, but they were still – Doing really well, yeah. But someone in a meeting more than once said, "Fucking rocks." But
1: yeah, apparently, let's do though, this. The uh, the rock lords were in the movie first, and then they released the toy line after the movie. But
0: someone made the decision that people want to see rocks, mm.
1: robots that transform into rocks.
0: Probably the same person who did Master the Universe Rock on. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> probably was, probably got the sack and went over the other one. Going, I've got no idea. Rocks, kids love rocks. Yeah. It's like John Peters and his giant fucking spider. So, All right. So
1: interestingly, though, in the whole toy wars that came about in the 90s, Hasbro actually bought Tonka. So in the end, by 1991, Hasbro actually owned Tonka. And then because of that, they owned the rights to the toy side of things as far as GoBots
0: go. They actually own the rights to the names they know, own the rights of names mm-hmm. and characters and storylines. The designs are licensed from oh, Bandai. No. So that makes more sense then. Because
1: didn't they sort of retcon it in that Gobatron was mm. like a moon of Cybertron or something in one of the Transformers movies?
0: Yeah, oh, it's an alternate history sort of thing. It mm. is part of it if you want to look for it, if you care. There are that many iterations of Transformers. That's why we're not doing Transformers T. Because well, we did that in the last ages, Z We did <laughs> Oh, that's right. No. And, and But it, we didn't even scratch the surface of Transformers. It is so deep and so broad. You know, there's so many elements that, that you can't. So technically, it is part of it. And they've done little nods. They've used the names for some of the GoBots character names for just rehashing old Transformers figures. And in some comics, they've drawn in like Psykill being killed. Okay. in a Gladiator combat by another Transformer and stuff like that. But yeah, it's very um limited. They haven't really done anything with it yet. Really made any toys or anything like that. Japan did create a machine robo cartoon in the early 90s, which is available on YouTube. It's okay. in Japanese with subtitles. It's kind of cool, but it's it's your very early 90s robo robot yep. sort of Japanese cartoon, but it's all there. So there is stuff out there. There is other iterations like machine robo, exists to a capacity in Japan. It's still going, and they actually released a GoBots comic about three, four years ago with... Scalari is the artist and writer. I'm just reading a book by him at the moment, which is about Jack Kirby, and he draws in that sort of style. So it's a very interesting style. It, it looks like it's drawn in pencil and coloured in with pencil. It's not yeah the same as the old Transformers comics from the two thousands. If anyone remembers that, which is awesome, it's got a very retroy sort of look about it, which is kind of cool if you like that sort of thing. So that, if you want any sort of GoBots love from the last you know last ten years or so, that's pretty much. it. But something I read today, there was two GoBots books that came out around 85 that they released from the Golden Book imprint or something to that effect. Same company. Drawn by Steve Dicto, co-creator of Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I was thinking, oh, that'd be a cool thing to get. But it's like, well, if I've just read this on Wikipedia, other people know this too. So... (laughs) tracking this down will one not easy and two probably probably expensive so i thought oh i might be onto something here it's like no it's on wikipedia i'm not onto anything i haven't discovered a buried gem this is all common knowledge obviously so yeah that's 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 kind of cool when it comes to the go there were computer games back in the day do you remember them no i never played any of them they were on the commodore and the spectrum and stuff like that yeah it's like i didn't watch but if you go on youtube there are some playthroughs of the games Okay, I didn't didn't click on them, but it's like, oh, I'll get back to that later, and never did. Mm.
1: So speaking of money and things that are expensive, so just having a quick look on eBay, you can pick up some of the lesser known car figures, the the smaller ones, for roughly around… About $20 to $30, including postage, uh, just loose. Okay. However, if you want to fork out the money, there is a listing that's current at the moment that was a Scooter character, mint in packet, and he
0: is selling at the moment for $301. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, not the best character. But he's an iconic one if you love the cartoon. He was in every episode, so, you know, that's kind of cool. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, before we go, have you got a fave? I don't know. I
1: I probably have a soft spot for Psykill Yeah. As as far as a character in the TV goes but
0: I think the figure was had to be leader 1 because he was the first one I had yeah. as a figure mine I mean my first one was fighter which was a jet And I I love that. And my very first Transformer was also a red jet in the same scale, and that was Powerglide. So, obviously, I had a thing for red and jet. That would be my fave, I think. But looking at it now, I'm really liking Buggy Man. But, um, yeah, there was one. It was like a Scorpion, the alien sort of thing. I remember seeing the photo of it on the back of the, like in the catalogs or whatever, and I always thought that looked really cool. But, you know, never had it. So, probably... You know, I do like my buggy man. I do like my photo, but as a coveting something that I never had as a kid, because, you know, that's not unhealthy. Yeah, it'd be that scorpion thingy alien. Actually, I'm just looking at buggy man now. That's a pretty cool figure. It is a cool buggy. Do you remember when Doom buggies were a thing?
1: They were, because yeah. Speed Buggy was a big cartoon when we were kids. Yeah. Or even before we were kids. It was like a big thing like in the late 60s, early 70s. But, yeah, people would take VWs
0: and strip them down and turn them into dune buggies. Yeah, like quicksand and dune buggies. It was a different world. It was, wasn't it? And whenever you saw a dune buggy, it was cool because that you would see them on the road every now and then. I guess they're probably just not safe now. You wouldn't get your engineer's certificate. Yep. You couldn't drive them. Exactly. Th- if you flipped in that, you're dead. But, yeah, they were just so cool. But you look back now and they probably weren't. But No, I thought they were. No.
1: But when we were kids, I used to think mini mokes were cool as well. I still
0: do. That is the closest thing you get to one now, I suppose.
1: Um, yeah righty, we've gone kind of off topic again so that's probably a sign that we need to wrap it up. So yeah. if you have any feedback for us if you want to jump on our socials and tell us who you thought your favorite gobot was or whether you thought gobots was better than Transformers when you were a kid, we are on Facebook as facebook.com the massive attack podcast. You can find us on Twitter as the MA podcast and you can find us on our website which is the mapodcast.podbean.com So until next time when we come back with the letter H, thank you very much Mitch. Thank you and yeah. I'm going to cheat a little bit and I'm going to chuck on the Machine Men theme song on the end of this episode rather than the GoBots theme because, yeah, we didn't mention it before, but by far the Machine Men music is much better than the GoBots music. Thanks very much for listening and we'll catch you again soon.
0: See you later. And they all played together in my toy box of fun.